having I want to admit scared me because yeah. it didn't seem so scary. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you remember yeah. the great Muda? Yeah. And now, so, yeah. did he now? When you guys ever saw him, I don't know. Did you see him when you were younger, or was this? I, I didn't get to see him until I was a little bit older. Okay. So, uh, what about you, Johnny? I think I was older because when I became a teen, I became like a wrestling nerd and really dove into the history of it. So okay. I was I was already like old enough where I wouldn't be scared. Dude, I remember like just like whenever he showed up and Jim Ross goes crazy. That's the Great Muda. That's and you're like, oh my god, what is happening? And this dude just comes up and sprays all that powder dust into Sting, Sting's <laughs> yeah. eyes. Yeah. And like Sting is my favorite guy at that time. I'm a kid, and like Sting's Surfer everything. Sting yeah. is like he's the guy, right? Yeah. And and all of a sudden he's like blind, and you're like, no, don't blind Sting. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh I wish I, the only thing Sting was missing for me to love him was if he talked like the Ninja Turtles. Well, he did uh, kind of. If you don't, you don't. If you listen back, he did kind of throw in like a bit of a surfer thing going for a while there. Like a lot of the early stuff, you can hear he's really trying to do like a surfer. Like, yeah, dude. Like, um, like you know what I mean. And it kind of wears off a little later, but yeah, it's uh, you can definitely hear it in the earlier mm. stuff. Like a Lana accent, it wears off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Lana, welcome to Harley Kayfabe. It's another week of wrestling podcast. Chris Chavez here, joined with Johnny Tons, uh, John joined blah, 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 joined by Johnny Townsend, and we have a special guest in the house this week. Uh, part of the network, BICBP Radio Network family, the Two Point Conversation Football Podcast, as well as one half of the Push Start Podcast, uh, our other gaming podcast on the network. Matt Johnson, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you so much for having me. No problem, dude. Uh, it, when I find out someone's a wrestling fan a nerd of, of wrestling and huge huge fan uh one of the first things i say is by the way we got a podcast want to come on it <laughs> no that hooked me. i was glad. Just come on and talk i was glad now I, I when i tell people like oh you, you know that I, i'm getting in a podcast for like why don't you do a wrestling one i'm like you know there's you guys got it you yeah. guys got it and you guys do a really good job with it so i'm no, just I, happy to be a part of it oh for sure and it's one of these things where anytime you're always welcome on the show so i part anyone that. that's on our network usually we we're very incestuous we share each other and we whoa, guess, whoa, we guess. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> These views are, are purely of Chris's. <laughs> we, uh, Not of mine. We get on each other's shows. Yeah. Uh, oh, shows. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah shows. <laughs> shows, yeah. shows. So, uh, so Matt, so yeah, you have a football podcast on the network. Yes. You have the video game podcast on the network. Um, yep. Oh, yeah. That's why me and Matt are fighting right now. He doesn't know it, but we're, we're at, we're at war. Oh, we got heat. <laughs> We got, we got major heat. Yeah, there we go. We got heat. We got major heat. Oh, we got to start. He doesn't having... know it. This is all backstage heat. <laughs> We're gonna have to have you guys start cutting promos oh, against yeah. each other's shows, <laughs> and then we'll just play it exclusively on, on the wrestling. You podcast. know what? I'll just stand there like Brock Lesnar, and I'll leave that the arguing to Christian. He's my promo guy. He could be my Paul Heyman. Go. So there you oh, go. God. Oh, so you're not even going to show up for this. Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> He's not even going to show up. Yeah, that's all. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> oh, God. I saw some. What was it? I saw. I saw something uh, is absolutely ridiculous. But it, did, it was like one of these memes that just made fun of the fact that like I sneezed. That's already one time this. You know, I've already sneezed more times today than Brock Lesnar has shown up on Raw this year. Did you see the fan? <laughs> the one with the fan? Uh, the fan sign. He was at like a SmackDown taping. And he was holding up a. He was holding up the sign, and he said, "I've I've made more appearances in, in WWE than Brock Lesnar." Oh, that's so. Or awesome. some, it was something along those lines. <laughs> that's and it great. was it was incredible. Yeah, he's what a <laughs> oh, what a waste that is, really. You know, it just is. 
But he doesn't care, I'm telling you. No, he don't. Brock give a does shit. not care. <laughs> Why would he, dude? No. He's been getting paid. You know, when we, when he first came back and then he was, you know, making special guest appearances, it was cool because even though he he wasn't on TV all the time, he was still a lot more frequent than he is now. Yeah. Now it's major pay-per-view if you're lucky. Yeah. You know, and that's about it. That's well, about now they're saying he might even he might not even be on SummerSlam. That's the rumor I heard. How do you really? how do you do that? How do you literally finagle that kind of 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 a uh, a contract with Vince? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, how is Vince okay with that? I don't that? know. Because Vince, well, we, it even it even it even breaks their own rules, like their own kayfabe rules. In that, oh, the thirty they, days they've stripped people for not defending the title <laughs> within a certain number of days. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, they'll call them out on it. It's it, so insane. It reminds me of. Uh, because Psycho Sid used to have one, a part in his contract where he was like offering summertime for softball. I don't know if you yes, guys knew that, yes. but yeah, yes. that was part yeah. of his the contract. The man loves softball. <laughs> is this for real? This is legit. This is for real. This is legit. Yeah, this is for real. That's how much he loved softball. He's yeah. like, you know yes. what? I'm not going to wrestle during the summer. I don't care what events you have. Great American Bash. No. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I got softball, yeah, it's softball guys. Man. It's, That's I got to play softball. <laughs> <laughs> Would he have lasted as a heel? Uh, I mean, I knew he was kind of a heel in real life as well. But would yeah. that would that whole image have lasted as well uh, in this day and age with Twitter and like? Could oh, you see him being him. A, a a heel the way he was in the ring? And then you're following him on Instagram, and it's his like adult <laughs> softball league on the weekends. <laughs> no, That's they all would, it is. They would not have bought it. Twitter would have buried him any chance they got. You know, they would they would crap on him as much as they do Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I, I I think. You know, well, he we would have crapped on him just because uh, <laughs> he never knew if he was doing an interview live or not. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is a mess. Let's do this again. Let's 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 uh, yeah. we'll, we'll fix that in post. <laughs> it's live, pal. <laughs> why me? <laughs> why me? That's the oh god. That's my most favorite thing he's ever did. Oh my god, that's the, the why worst me. thing. Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> why me? Oh man, I love shit. It's horrible. Um, all right, guys. Well, welcome to the show. We're going to get into some wrestling talk. So normally. Uh, thanks for. Uh, yeah, that's what we do in a wrestling show. We speak, we have we speak wrestling ra- talk. Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, we got some news to get into right away here first. Uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up was um, we all saw this and it kind of sucks. It was kind of scary at first because I think that was the first thing you sent to me, uh, Johnny, as a text was Bray Wyatt was in a car accident. Yeah. And yes. I was like, wait, what? And then uh, you're like, next one was like, he's fine, but the car is totaled. Yeah. Yo, you hear that, and that's not usually good. Uh, so according to CBSSports.com, Bray Wyatt, one half of the reigning Raw tag team champions, suffered multiple injuries in a car accident on Friday. WWE has revealed uh, via a story on its website. Wyatt, whose real name is Wyndham Rotunda, uh, was headed to the airport to compete in this past weekend's Raw live events when the accident occurred. Uh, this was in Tampa, Florida. Wyatt was taken to a local hospital where he was treated treated for multiple injuries and later released. Due to the injuries sustained in the accident, he will be held off of Monday night's edition of Raw, which is why we didn't see him. Uh, Wyatt, a former WWE champion, holds the Raw version of the Tag Team Championship with Woken Matt Hardy. Uh, what this means for Wyatt's availability for Extreme Rules remains to be seen at this time. They said he's... I think the update is is that he's not, right? He's not going to be on Extreme Rules? I don't believe so. I mean, I haven't heard anything really much. I, I know he said he's going to let... You know, he's going to be okay, but as far as Extreme Rules, I I, have, I I don't think so. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't. So. I haven't actually heard what his actual injuries are. No, I, th- I saw him saying he's up and and moving around okay. Yeah. So I guess yeah. if you're moving around, I mean, it's a good sign. A, but yeah. take it easy. You know what I mean? Let's. I think. I think WWE is going to be smart about hit, dealing with this. Let him recover. I hope so. Fully before before putting him back on. You think they're going to give up yeah. the the belts? Then the belts will be uh, vacated. Uh, I hope not. It's. Do you like this? Do you like the 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 woken? Uh, the Woken and the Bray Wyatt it's, thing. It's weird. Because what was it I, called? Oh, Deleter of Worlds. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it really yet. I mean, I I, w- I wanted Broken Matt Hardy when he came out of the E. And, yeah. and with Bray Wyatt, I've always just seen him as such a leader. And I, now I feel like he's almost playing second fiddle mm-hmm. in a little bit. It's, it's a weird it's weird perspective, you know, but... um. They're doing what they can. It, it it still feels like a throw together tag team for me, though. Yeah, it it really feels like they have these two guys that they know have talent because I mean, obviously, uh, they both have a, a pretty good following. Yeah, but they just don't know what to do with them. So yeah, stuck them together. Uh, now I'm enjoying it, but that's probably just because I really like both guys personally. So yeah, yeah. no, I do too. They're 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 good people. I I've met the, had the. <laughs> pleasure of meeting them both they're really good people and yeah as as characters and stuff individually uh yeah i have to agree with you they're very great uh oh, i've never met either i'd like to i, I would lo- i wouldn't mind meeting both of them they seem like cool dudes they were they were pretty cool when did you when did you meet matt i met matt uh when i was doing indie wrestling on a 2cw show in watertown they had an ipay-per-view and he was one of the special guests he was actually wrestling uh kevin owens before he got well, signed at the oh, yep kevin yeah. steen um, they wrestled on IP review and it was, oh, it was amazing. It was so good. They had like a five minute spot where they were fighting over a t-shirt. It was the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Um, and then Bray Wyatt, when I was fortunate enough to do extra work, uh, I got to go backstage and stuff. And uh, Bray was with the whole Wyatt family, yeah. Rowan and Harper at the time. And I'm, I know Harper through my indie wrestling time. And he introduced me to Bray. And Bray was so cool, came up to us, you know, was giving us advice, me and the other extra talent. And he, you know, that he didn't have to do that, you yeah. know, and he was very, he was very cordial, very formal, you know, nice. just talking to us the whole time and said, you know, best of luck to you guys. Nice. You know, so I, that always stood with me as far as his character went. So I just, you know, you want, you want to see the best for those guys. Yeah. You know, hopefully yeah, and one time and one time when I met. Uh, Jerry the King Lawler, and I said, hey, I appreciate your work. He looked at me. Well, he didn't even look at me. He just kept walking. And he, he just said, kept Thanks, walking. As he was walking away. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> they, they say don't meet your heroes. and I've met, yeah. I've met a lot of my heroes in wrestling. Uh, you know, doing wrestling, but I've only met a couple. I met Val Venus way back in the day. Oh man, back during Attitude Era. Okay, uh, we got box at seats. the height of the Venus. Yeah, <laughs> at that this was this was pre Samurai Sword Val Venus. Yeah. Oh, so it was a hard Venus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I just remember like him being like because you know like you see him on there and he's sleazy and all this stuff. And then I remember like we got these box seats. A friend of mine, his family got them. So we, we were there and we knew we were going to meet one of the wrestlers. And then about 20 minutes before he comes in, they come in and tell us who it's going to be. And when they heard Val Venus, I was like, oh, geez, it's going to be a jerk. Why do we have to meet a bad guy? Yeah. Right. Then the guy comes super nice guy. Yeah. Like, hey, how are you? You know, talking to everybody, taking pictures and stuff. So that was pretty cool. Young Bucks I met just recently at Nickel City Con. Okay. Uh, those guys were really cool. Very nice and gracious. And uh, Matt's wife was, was there also. And yes, I talked yes. to her for a while. She was really nice. No. Uh, and then a couple years ago, we met 
uh, met Mick Foley when he was over. He he was here for one of the cons, Niagara Niagara Falls Comic Con, I think. I think it was, it was the doing a signing. Uh, so we went over and then met him for just long enough to just be like, you know, we appreciate your work and oh, thanks, God. Really, such a nice guy. Like he, he is. is like one of the nicest yeah. guys. Talk about night and day, okay? Like when you have a character on screen that can scare the crap out of you, and then in real life, like would literally give you his shirt if you knew you needed it. Yes. He'll pull it off right there and give it to you. He'd give you a sock it's insane, too, I'm right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's so jarring almost, but like, dude, he was one of the sweetest guys I've ever met. It is amazing. That's the nice thing about meeting some of these guys. It's really, yeah, you get you have this perception of them. You see him on TV all the time. And then you meet them, and they're super professional. And yeah, a lot of them are down to earth, like you said. You meet them, and they're just like they're just like other people. Yeah, you know. And and some some of the other ones, it goes to their head, and they're you know they're superstars, and and there's a lot of it. It's really disappointing, but oh yeah, I mean that's that's the way it is. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, this podcast stuff is going to my head <laughs> already, so oh, yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> People, Chris s- tried to talk to me the other day, and I refused to answer his question. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, "Is everything all right? Is your phone okay? I'm sending him messages on Facebook, on Twitter. Like, you're not yeah. answering. What's happening?" <laughs> I uh, like, I just, I'll let my agent take care of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, Bray Wyatt suffered some injuries, but hopefully he'll be uh, he'll be, be better here and returning to action. Yeah, soon. so we, we've had this is like two weeks in a row or two yeah. or three weeks in a row of strange injuries. Yeah, to oh. some major guys. I mean, Shinsuke getting bitten by the police dog, and now this. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully he'll return to action here soon. Uh, Another thing I saw in news that was kind of not good. It's not good for the wrestling world. Uh, it's not kind of. Oh, it's not good, period. Well, yeah, no, no. You're right. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely not good. Uh, over in ROH, a Ring of Honor, uh, there's a female wrestler there. Taylor, she used to be, apparently, Taylor Hendricks. I'm not familiar with her at all. Are you at all, Johnny? you familiar with her in the indie scene? Uh, I think I've seen her a few times. I was not aware of her name. I do know Jay Lethal, though, because yeah. I've seen him in TNA a few times. Right. So. Uh, oh, it's it's Jay Lethal, right? Who has that that classic exchange with Ric Flair? Yeah, where they're both yes. going back and forth. That yeah. back and forth woo session. Oh, <laughs> my God. Uh, Jay Lethal kind of made a career out of like pretending to be other uh, legends in the ring. Yeah. Sort of. So yeah. that's his thing then? That's oh, he's kind <laughs> of, I don't know if it is now. Yeah, he's kind of got his own then. shtick now. I don't know how to describe it really. But yeah, I mean, he used to do Macho Man was another big one he, he used yeah. to yeah. imitate. Wow. Uh, so apparently, though, Taylor Hendricks claims ROH champ uh, because he just recently took the championship again. Uh, Jay Lethal sabotaged her career after turning down sexual advances. Now we know now the day and age, like this climate, this day and age, this is not going to fly whatsoever. So it's going to be interesting to see how this comes back. But here's what it says. Uh, Taylor Hendricks, women's wrestler and former Ring of Honor star, has come forward accusing current ROH world champion Jay Lethal of derailing her run with the company after she allegedly turned down an unwanted sexual advance. Hendricks 29 responded to a wrestling fan on Twitter. She later claimed that there was an ongoing investigation in progress with her legal counsel and that she is not the only one that has been affected by this or similar uh, similar situations. The Detroit native worked with Ring of Honor between 2015 and 2017 and for a time was a prominent member of the House of Truth faction led by wrestling trainee and manager Truth Martini. Through different incarnations, the group has, been, has seen the likes of Roderick Strong, Michael Elgin, 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 Elgin yep. uh, Donovan Dijak, and Matt Tavin. 
Taven, Taven, Taven yep. passed through with, Le- uh, with Lethal <laughs> as its most prominent member by far. So here's the exchange. Uh, sh- this guy tweeted, I miss the House of Truth. And then Taylor responded and said, I don't. It should have been the House of Hendricks. What has Truth or Jay done? What do they draw? Being a funny guy with a book, the other one only talks about his time in Impact copying legends. For real, brah. The legacy is copying legends. That's what she posts. So then this person says, I mean, Jay is now a two-time ROH world champion, longest reigning ROH television champion, only man in the history of ROH to become undisputed ROH champion. No offense to you or anything, but what have you done lately? (laughs) That's total offense, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Clap back. Exactly. And here's her her clap back indeed. She says, also, the dude you're standing up for is the same dude that told me because I didn't sleep with him. They sabotaged me and took me off TV. That being the almighty J. So it's not even not even like insinuating. She calls him out. Straight up right. calls him out. Does that put a, like a mar on his 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 momentum he's got now? Having yeah. just run, got that. I mean, and let's remember also the whole Enzo Amore thing. I think the thing came out with him was that it, it was There's proven false. It didn't happen. Yes, but the idea behind it already gave him a, a stain. You know, I yes. mean, he was he was let go because he didn't divulge that there was an investigation to the WWE. However, right, he lied to them. Yeah. However, it didn't look good, and because of that, it was almost like he was he had the letter A. He was he did this no yeah. matter what, right? Well, also, also, he already had a reputation. Yes, uh, that wasn't great. True, with the people, with a lot of the wrestlers, they no. didn't, they didn't like him. No, Simon Grimm buries him regularly. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, all the time, all yeah. the time. So does oh, this? Uh, does this hurt? Alert, does this... Simon Grimm follows me on uh, Instagram. <laughs> Humble brag. So he's a wonderful human being. He's getting a uh, big. Yeah, he's awesome. Big head Johnny over here. <laughs> yeah, that's the new gimmick. His new gimmick is he's got a swelled head as a podcaster. Yeah, I got a swelled Venus. Uh, <laughs> but uh, does this does this hurt his momentum? Is is Jay Lethal going to see repercussions from this? Thoughts. He... I, I kind of think he should. Yeah. Is it not going to get as much uh, heat or as much attention? because it's Ring of Honor and not WWE. Yeah, well, I, 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 I think that's fair. WWE is by far the bigger of the two, but Ring of Honor, they're not small. I mean, no, they've definitely not grown. At all. Yeah, they're they are probably one of the that New Japan are are, are the top two most respected indies. indies yes, at all. I yeah. mean, th- like it's almost like if, if WWE lets you go, there's not a worry anymore because there's these other two where you can literally create. I mean, God, look at Cody. Look at the Young Bucks. Cody's look at Ken, Kenny Omega. Yeah. These guys yeah. went in, and they're literally changing the game and doing it their own way. Yeah. They are becoming – they're cre- turning you know, Ring of Honor and New Japan into these contenders that are starting to put up uh, a competition for for the E. Uh, but you're right, Johnny. You know, ROH isn't, isn't uh, small by any means at all, but they're not the monster that WWE is. No. You know? No, no they're not. No. So – but we'll see if they're, you know, that really gets to the public guy. And also, I mean, that, that all that stuff has to be almost proven true. I'm not saying that she's a liar by right. any means because I have seen uh, incidents like that on the indies. I'm not going to lie. It's, right. you know, it's that's a real thing. And not even on the not even on the, 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 the men to female sexual assault or sexual yeah. advance thing. But overall, like a lot of politics backstage can bury your career 
in the ring. Yeah. You know, you can say the wrong thing to the wrong person and the booker is, is best friends with him. And, and next thing you know, you're losing the next 12, 13 matches in a row and there's nothing you can do about that's, it. That's, you know, that's it. I mean, even at the WWE's level, look at Big Cass is a casualty of stuff like that. You yeah. Know? So it's, there, there's a lot to it. It's it's gonna be interesting to see how it unravels. Yeah, because when you say a sexual advance, it, it's it mean it's almost like how is that taken nowadays? Because yeah. is does that mean like he hit on her and, and got turned down? Because there was a a conversation that I was listening to on a podcast uh, in which they were talking about that, and it wasn't about saying it's okay to do this or that, but it was saying you know, um, it's almost like for 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 men. And and I can understand where you know women come from in saying that it's like oh of course they all say something like this but there I, there is a legit argument for some men that they're not sure how to uh, like they see a, a pretty girl at a bar now and they yeah. just they just want to go talk to her to see if there's any kind of thing they don't know how to because of what the repercussion is right and the response from the woman from the female side of it was it's not about that you're I mean if anything it's it's it still makes a, a woman feel good to know that there's an interest yes. It's the once that she shows there's no interest, that that's where it should stop. Yeah. Or it's it's how strong you come across. Like you shouldn't be come across like groping her on that first encounter. You know what I mean? Uh, but to ask her for her number or to say start talking to her to show some sort of interest, um, they're they're not afraid of that. That's not what they're worried about. It's it's only when it's pushed and there's still a yeah. no, no, no. So that's my question. Like it's like, consent, and yeah. again, it's not that I'm questioning her, but it, it is, it says that it's in a sexual advance. Um, so was this something that was pushed, pushed and continuously denied before this happened? Was it a one-time thing? And then she feels like maybe this is what happened. Right. Um, don't know. I, I kind of feel it's, it's from the sounds of it, just from her response. Uh, it's, it sounded pretty serious because didn't she mention lawyers or something like that? Yeah, yes. there's legal things happening yeah. now. So it's yeah. going to be interesting to see where this goes. Um, but the, the, when I saw that, I was I just thought to myself, man, this is the day and age where like now it's it's you, you just can't. If 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 you even had a, a time when you thought it was funny to joke around that way, it's not. It's just you just don't do it. These yes. women, it's, they've had enough of it. There have been too many times that they've been you know, abused, attacked. Uh, it's, it's, it's just not funny anymore. No, so you, you have to understand where they're coming from. And it's one of these things also where you don't want to question the person that's accusing, but we have to know everything. We have yes. to know what's happening before we can make a judgment on our thoughts on that, I guess. Um, Anything else you want to say on that, uh, Mr. Big Head podcaster back there? <laughs> no, I'm agreeing with everything uh, y'all said. Oh, surprising. Uh, surprising no, you're agreeing impressive. with us. Uh, <laughs> another piece of thing I seen in the news here was local. This is local oh, yeah. wrestling news that went viral and then went national. Uh, I'm going to read the headline. Buffalo wrestler gets launched 14 feet out of ring and goes yeah. viral. A Western he goes he goes flying by the way. Yeah. He's flying out of that ring. A, a Western New York wrestler has gone viral after he was launched out of the ring more than a dozen feet by his opponent. This is according to New York's upstate.com. Anthony Gaines of Cheektowaga, that's literally our city here we're living in, the town we live in, uh, is an independent wrestler who describes himself as quote, Buffalo's best kept secret. The secret is out after he faced off against rising main wrestler Ace Romero, also known as AC Baby, at the Empire State Wrestling Summer of Sleaze event in North Tonawanda this past weekend. 
The 15-minute match featured all the theatrics you'd see in the WWE, jumping off the rope, painful-looking slaps, and dramatic engagement of the audience. But things took a scary turn midway through the event when Gaines bounced off the ropes and ran toward Romero. Gaines, listed at, as five foot eleven and 207 pounds, appeared surprised when the taller and bigger by at least 100 pounds, Romero, bounced off another rope and ran toward the same spot. Romero collided with Gaines and sent Gaines flying out of the ring. According to the ESW, the bump launched Gaines about 14 feet up an aisle, crashing into a cameraman. Uh, if you've not seen this footage, you can see it. Any, Just look up, literally look up Anthony Gaines, uh, ESW, uh, or AC Baby on YouTube. And yeah, it was amazing. When I saw this, yeah. I don't, oh, you know where I saw it was uh, because I follow ESW on Instagram. Yes. And they posted the clip uh, on Instagram. And that's the first time I saw it before it was it even became viral. I saw this clip. And then all of a sudden it was like on Facebook. I saw people tweeting it. People I didn't even know before were just like, check this out, you know? Yeah. And I follow all kinds of people that follow wrestling on Twitter. So they'll retweet what they follow on accounts. Check this stuff out. I was like, holy crap. Next thing I know, ESPN's talking about it. Yeah. CBS Sports is talking, or ABS, I'm sorry, ABC Sports is talking about it. Like, what? And here's the kicker. So, Matt, uh, you've, you've been a wrestler. You've done some indie wrestling. Yes. And, and as a matter of fact, with ESW, Empire yes. State Wrestling. Uh, you know this guy. I do. He's I actually a friend of yours. Very close friend of mine. <laughs> and I think that's the uh, that's the biggest like surprise to me. And I'm very happy for him because I know how hard he's worked and how much he's put into this. Anthony Gaines. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. Um, Has the success changed him? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? He... He's actually that's <laughs> where that remains to be seen. Um, but he has always been the most humble kid, you know that that I've I've known and got to watch. There's a lot of people that you know they they, they get a, a bright moment similar to that, and then it just changes them, you know, who they are. But Anthony is in the five, well, actually longer than five, five six years that I've known him, uh, even before he started training, because he used to come watch me here in Chitawaga. But he's always been the same person, brutally honest, but still like a caring, like good friend, like somebody you want on your side. And I'm just, I'm super happy that this random moment, this this spot, you know, that was called in a backstage probably an hour to two before the show started. Yeah, you know it, up dude. Like that. And you know he was not expecting to get launched like that. There's no way. What was he expecting to hit the ropes or something like? Or maybe go over, right? Knowing but, him, he probably was like, because yeah, he lifted. It, it, it yeah. looked like he he lifted his body to make sure he went over the ropes, <laughs> yeah. right? I don't think he expected that momentum. Probably not. I mean, the, the original clip I seen, he actually fell into the cameraman. He, he flies, the dude. He flies yeah, out yeah. of that. It thing. was about twelve to fourteen <laughs> feet. He went flying. I mean, yeah, you can actually see like they released video from that camera too. Yeah. Oh my god, really? Yeah. I got to see that. Yeah. Uh, it says continuing here. It says the most amazing part may be that Gaines, the ESW Interstate Champion, recovered and managed to retain his title by defeating Romero. Yeah. The event ended in a dramatic handshake and Gaines, a 28-year-old nicknamed None of a Kind, lifted his ESW belt up once more. I have got to, like, we got to go to a, one of these live shows. The next big event that they have, we'll go. Uh, I'll, rep I'll represent Hardly Kayfabe, but you should. Uh, I would absolutely. also love to have him on the show. Yeah, I, I would can love make to that have happen. Him, I can make that happen. See if that works out. Uh, but, dude, it became a Twitter moment. Like, th that's usually a cool deal when something's happened. Like, if you tweet that's something you know and legit. it becomes... It becomes so retweeted that it's a Twitter moment. Yeah, something happens. It's a Twitter moment, dude. This this guy f getting knocked out of the ring. <laughs> Twitter moment. 
like a legit yeah, Twitter speak, moment. Speaking as a guy who once had his art featured as a bump on Adult Swim, yes, uh, <laughs> it, it is a pretty major momentum for you. Like it really, like it changes things. People react to you differently. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, my mom started calling me sir. <laughs> so all kinds of crazy things were happening. Oh, man. That's amazing. This is awesome, though, because we talk about it on the show, Johnny, you and I. Uh, indie wrestling, local wrestling, you, you'll find some of the best wrestling because these oh, yeah. guys are wanting to make a name for themselves. Yeah. So they are all in. They are selling at 100%. They are, you know, bumps are just, they're risking it. And... This just goes to prove it, like just seeing that. And, it, and that's the funny. I was just telling you this uh, also, Matt, was before I even saw this clip, literally a couple of days before I started watching ESW matches on YouTube just yes. to just check some stuff out, see what's going on, because my plan is to visit some of the uh, the events around here. Um, and one of the first matches I saw was with Anthony Gaines. Yeah. Um, so I was very impressed with his style already. And and. Th- they're, they don't hold back. No, they uh, don't. Because we see slaps. We see Pete, the guys get slapped in the face. And, and there's some times where you're just like, wow, that one, that that's a stinger. And the one I was watching was like, these slaps looked like maybe there was some backstage stuff coming out in there because they didn't hold. It, was, it looked vicious. <laughs> it was so vicious, dude. And that's the thing. Like, you know when you sell it or the way you're looking when you're doing it, like... If you sell it and you make you, it makes you think, oh, something's going on between yeah, these guys. Real? They're that doing a great job. Makes you buy into it, dude. No, that's just their spirit and spirit of competition. I mean, I, like I said, I'm, I know there's a lot of local indie places around here. I'm super biased towards ESW. Yeah, uh, I met a ton of talented guys there, and they all they all get it. You know, it's there's a certain psychology to it, and they don't do anything without a reason for it. You know, there, there's like there's big there's big moves and stuff that happen, but there's nothing that really builds up to it, so it doesn't become a moment. You know, if the Taker Mankind that was their twenty year anniversary, you know, was mm-hmm. recently yeah. the whole Hell in a Cell thing. You know, there was a whole that whole spot. And it was just kind of slowly built up. You know, yeah, and then bam, next thing you know, Mick Foley flying off the top of Hell in a Cell, and a moment is created. Yeah. You know, the everybody at ESW, they know their stuff. They only they put the best in the area on their on their on their shows and you know, they, they know how to tell a good story in the ring. They they're really good with promotion too, man. Their their flyers, their their graphics, all of their all of their stuff looks top, like on point, you know the production stepped up quite a bit over the years. They just got recently got uh these banners, this these huge banners um from high uh, high spots. That's where they get all the wrestling stuff from. But it was like oh, donated that's a, to that's them. That's a North Carolina thing. Yes, it oh. is. I used to get my gear yep. from there. Um, yeah, they just got all these banners and stuff, and you know all the lights. They got they have these lights, overhead hanging lights now instead of yeah. using like the venues lights, and it, it looks- which is great. It lights up the ring beautifully. Yeah. That's the best thing about watching uh, local wrestling is if they've got good lighting where it lights the ring up. The outside's kind of darkened a little. You know what I mean? It yeah. gives it such a like you're in a. Maybe you're in a, in an you know an auditorium and not not in the you know 
Knights of Columbus Hall or, yeah. or whatever, but still it gives it this feel of like it's straight up it's legit. A it looks good too. It's a yeah, classic old feel school. because I remember like the eighties. You know, that was a thing. <clears throat> you know, it was it was just the ring. If you're watching old ladies wrestling, cable yeah. studios, dude. Yeah, T- TBS Turner <laughs> Broadcasting, dude. Classic. They would do it right in the studio. You'd see guys standing on that top turnbuckle, and their heads are like right <laughs> next to the lights. You know what I mean? Yeah, they can barely yes. jump. They just kind of got to fall forward. <laughs> I've dealt yes. with that a few times. But yeah, it's just it's just that classic feel to it and that's why in my opinion esw is number one nice around here i was watching a, a chikara event on youtube and these two guys came off the top rope and one of them hit the light oh god with their feet thank thankfully yeah. but yeah. And it, it's, what's the name what's the name of that promotion again i want to look them up empire state wrestling yep. esw yeah they actually their next show is august 25th um and they're do they're featuring a tail a pre-show tailgate a fan tailgate oh sweet um because they want they want everyone to come there and hang out i i think it's free as far as i know but it's from three to five but it's at their venue st oh. johnsburg fire hall i'll come out and represent the, the podcast you should get a shirt before made up before then so i'm walking around with a po- podcast shirt yeah on. and i'll tell you know I'll, you I'll let the guys know about it and and, and whatnot i'm sure they'll be happy to see you there that'd be cool you know they they're all about their their you know networking podcasts and stuff nice but yeah august 25th from three to five is their their fan tailgate and from six they, they actually run pretty quick shows like six to eight thirty six to nine nice um they'll be having you know they'll have their card and it's a nice air-conditioned room and it's just it's such a fun incredible environment to yeah be part of I wanted to go to the last time, right after Nickel City Con, we met some of the guys with Nickel City Wrestling. Okay. So they were putting something on literally like two weeks later. And I said, I, I wanted to try to check it out, except it it was on the day of my brother-in-law's 50th, 50th birthday party. Okay. So it was like, I couldn't miss that. Yeah. Especially I know, I know. since I was the music. Like I, <laughs> I was do, doing the music for Okay. But I've been saying, I was telling Johnny too, I want to check out a lot more local stuff so we can promote and talk about that, not yeah. just the big guys. Um, so yeah, this sounds awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to definitely go try to get to this. You one. should. I know. I think Christian would like to check that out too. Oh, heck yeah. I could probably it. talk him into it then. Oh, I'm sure with me. I did want to yeah. leave a little plug dog. Cause I did talk to Anthony about it today yeah. about appearing on the show. Um, if, if you guys want to, you know, see more of his stuff, see him on social media, he's on Twitter and Instagram. If you do Anthony, uh, two underscores gains, you can find him on both of those. Or Anthony Gaines dash Pro Wrestler on Facebook. Nice, and he also has his own YouTube channel, None of a Kind Anthony Gaines. Oh, perfect! So if you want to follow him, see where he's gonna be appearing next. He does get a he, he gets around in the wrestling world. You know what I mean? He's doing big things, and I I'm sure after this, everything's just gonna explode and take off. Yeah, Johnny, check out some of the ESW. I think I think you might be entertained by it. Uh, I was actually really impressed by the production value of the video. So uh, I, I'd be interested to hear what you think when you watch some of those, Johnny. Maybe we'll do like a, a live, co- do a commentary over one of them for the show one day. Oh, that that sounds fun to me. And I, commentary is always a blast. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we just did yeah. last episode. We did commentary over Hell in a Cell, the twentieth anniversary. Did you? Hell. Okay, so, so we yeah. watched it, and it's literally Johnny giving a lot of awesome back background trivia, and me going, "Oh my god." <laughs> oh. And it's, that's all you hear me doing. I just keep going. Oh God! What yeah. the stop? Why is and he? Then do, he came back he out that doing night. Doing this after that match, he wasn't even done, guys. Yeah. He had to come no. back out again. Yeah, he comes in during the Stone Cold. Was it Stone Cold? And uh, who was his? Yeah. What was the fight? Stone Cold and I can't remember Kane. now. Kane. Yeah. First yeah, blood right. match. It was the first blood match, even though Kane's fully 
clothed. <laughs> so, but oh, yeah, man. check them out. Uh, check them out, listeners. ESW Empire State Wrestling on YouTube. Uh, they're also on Instagram as well. Uh, Facebook. I'm sure they're on on everything. They got Twitter. everything. Yep. Check them all out uh, for some really really awesome indie indie wrestling. And if you're in, I, w- I want to touch on something. I want to touch on something real quick, What's that? Chris, that you you kind of brought up earlier. I don't know about you guys, but I really, really love an old school pro wrestling flyer. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love them. Like, I want to check out the one you were talking about for yours, because I think a lot of the indie promotions are doing a really good job with that stuff. Yeah. But I just love when people post, like, old, old, old school ones, too. (laughs) Uh, I recently saw one, though. uh, I can't remember the name of the promotion. It's down in Mexico, though. Uh, but like it was so bright and vibrant that I thought my eyes were bleeding. <laughs> like it was, it was pretty wild and crazy. But other than that, I mean, I just love an old school flyer. I just want to get a bunch and make like a poster out of it. Yeah, those are awesome. That dude. would be cool. I love. I I don't know what it is, but lately I've been really getting into a lot of the old school wrestling. Just the shows, the old like Jim Crockett promotions yeah. and like the NWA, AWA days. So um, good. I was just telling Johnny yesterday. Literally, I spent maybe two hours. St- almost straight of watching just one after the other old school Ric Flair uh, promos. Yeah. Just cutting promo after promo. And then I posted one on the uh, Hardly Kayfabe group page, which, by the way, listeners, uh, Hardly Kayfabe has a group page on Facebook. It's a closed group, but don't be shy. Uh, ask to join it. We're going to let you in. Uh, we're just kind of keeping it closed so that just the uh, the riffraff don't come in and ruin it for everybody. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Hardly Kayfabe is a group on Facebook. I posted the... Uh, one of the most famous Slick Rick uh, promos <laughs> in which he talks about the Rolex, the ring, the limousine, the jet, so the crocodiles, dude. It is so <laughs> classic. And man, watching him promo, just watching him with the Tourette's, the woo, you know, he'll literally be in the middle of saying it and then woo off to the side and right back yeah. to what he's saying. And yeah. you're just like, oh, he's so good. So good. Like, there was a, it really gives you an appreciation for guys that can just do that and, and cut a promo without double thinking what they're saying, without tripping up over their words, and it legit be a complete thought. You know what I mean? It's Not a, just going it's a somewhere. It's lost art nowadays, too, oh, yeah. because now yeah. everything's – they have li- – at least at the you know television level, they all have lines and yeah. stuff that they got to – or certain topics. You know, we're back in like the 80s, you know, 70s and 80s, or even the 90s, yeah. you know, that was all they all knew how to be their character. Yeah. And they, they would talk and they and they could they can hype up a match and, and still like build up their opponent instead of like just trashing them. You mm-hmm. know, and that, that's a different that's a different style too. But yeah. you know what I mean? It makes something it makes that match feel bigger. Like, you know, hey, yeah. I know my opponent is one of the best of all time and you know what I mean? That yeah. it just adds this that little bit adds a little more hype to it. And I've also realized like and it's rare these days. You see, you see them cutting promos, and it's just kind of like this calm nature of speaking. Yeah. Like Roman Reigns will just come to the ring and say, "So Brock Lesnar, this <laughs> and that," you know. Whereas back in the day, where, where do you think he's from? For the record, <laughs> you know what I mean. But that's very southern. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Uh, no, but like every time Ric Flair cut a promo, you thought he was going to have a heart attack. Like the the blood vessels yeah. burst in his eyeballs and it and and it was because you tr- he was selling the fact that he hated whoever he was talking about yeah. that person angered him uh, it made him so mad uh, he would elbow drop his own shirt dude, those, <laughs> tell me that's not the best though tell me that's not yeah. the best. like you watch that you're just like oh that's so classic that's what you brought it in and then you do this the strut and everything oh my god dude uh, take that shirt i don't know how many <laughs> promos though i saw him cut 
talking to Dusty Rhodes, like at Dusty. Yeah. Because they had the, the one of the best feuds, you know, and they both went at each other. You know, and it was always the the guy who had the money and and born with the silver silver spoon in his mouth against the blue collar guy, yeah. the guy working for the man. Out of times, daddy. Hard yeah. Times. Oh, so good, <laughs> so so good, man. It is a so lost art, man. It's a lost art. Well, that's, that's one thing we'll cover coming up here soon on Harley Kayfabe, the best talkers in the business, then and now. Ooh, so that'll be oh, yeah. that'll be a fun topic. Uh, but let's get into some of the stuff that we normally talk about every week. Uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. We usually say who won. We didn't watch all of them combined. We basically missed all of them. But <laughs> I watched a couple. Uh, I watched a couple. Matt read up on some. Johnny saw some and read up on some. So uh, overall, basically, though, it for me, the feel of this week is almost kind of like, and that's on all the brands, yeah. is that they're just kind of helping build up and, and continue to move towards uh, TakeOver and Extreme Rules coming up um, because... Not much happened. There was things, little things here and there that continued to help uh, layer stories and support stories, but not much happened. No. To me, it was kind of a, a dead week. Yeah. We were talking a little bit before. Usually the holiday weeks, they just kind of mail it in. It's it's very it's very light story storytelling, story building, and then, um, you know, matches Pink. slapped in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pancake eating contest. <laughs> yeah, come on. Like, I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's new. And it's funny, man. I remember what, because... Uh, for me and uh, listeners who have been listening, I've said it before. I was a kid who grew up with wrestling. Yeah, uh, I got to a certain age where I kind of fell away from it. Came back a few years later, just as WWE was starting to head towards towards Attitude Era. It wasn't okay. happening just yet. Stone told uh, Stone Cold hadn't delivered his famous three sixteen speech yet. Like none of that had happened, but it was building there. So I I got in just during that. Rode out the Attitude Era for a while, and then fell off again. So I like I missed the John Cena years right like i missed that come up i think he was literally just starting out uh when i stopped watching uh but then i came back um a few years ago and i've just again been in it strong you you immerse yourself you're like i remember why i was such a fan and yeah. i loved it but i remember hating the new day a few <laughs> when i first came back to this i was just like oh, these guys are corny i can't stand this i really can't stand this uh, but man, I've grown to love those guys. I've grown to love what they do and just how they do it. And the fact that like they still have every piece of an ounce of talent in to show in the ring. Yes. You know, like they're great performers and they have this great gimmick. And like for me now, it's great. Back <laughs> back when I came, first came back, I was like, what happened to the blood? What happened to the what happened to all this stuff? What's we got this, guys with unicorns? Yeah, what's going on with and, that? But, but dude, I I love the new day. So saying that. When the pancake eating contest comes up, I was like, I mean, I get it, but I like, I want to see some. So far, Raw's been it was kind of quiet. I want to see something. This yeah. is kind of it's kind of stale right now. Uh, it was interesting. <laughs> it was a yeah, quiet you week. You kind of break down both Raw and SmackDown by saying Raw Roman Reigns was all over it. Oh, SmackDown, God. he had two matches uh, this week. Team right? Hell no. Yeah, he'd had two yep. matches. Well, not a second match last week. Last week he came back. At the end of the, sh the show to, to help uh, Seth Rollins, yeah, and then this week, yeah, he had the two matches. Which, what at first, it, to me, it feels like they are still trying to get the sympathy from the, the the universe. They want people to like him, so let's show him trying his hardest. Let's put him against uh, Lashley, uh, and let's also like have him get beat up a bunch of times. And oh, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. 
I don't know. I'm okay with this only if it leads to Lashley actually being just a hundred percent heel. It's <laughs> the only way this works. Exactly, for me. because why what is it? Are they gonna try to push Roman heel or Lashley? One of them's gonna have to turn heel if they're both yeah. arguing yeah. with each other and they're supposed to be both like who the, the company's really trying to get behind. I'm yeah, I'm not sure what's gonna happen. I was actually reading today on some of the dirt sheets that they're they're considering build, doing a, a legit MMA match uh in WWE with Lesnar and Lashley. Really? Oh, no. Yeah. Don't, no, don't do yeah, that. They tried this before with boxing. <laughs> they could try it. it. Failed terribly. They could try it. I really think Lesnar would beat him. Lashley didn't. Wasn't really anything special in MMA. I know he tried. I think you might have wanted. Yeah. Lesnar's impressive. He's an impressive athlete. I'll give you that. Yeah. But actual MMA tools, he barely has any. All of his things were shooting and 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 pressing you down like yeah. literally putting his entire weight on you so you couldn't move and then he'd start beating the crap out of you. Yes. That's what he did with um what was his name? Oh, god, he was the, he was a champion it was or he was Was it Couture? Or? Couture. Yes. Like that was one of the where we thought, "Oh, Couture might give him something to to deal with." Nope. He shot a few times and yeah. then just pressed him up against the fence and beat the yeah, crap out of him. Yep. Uh, same thing with Frank. Frank Mir, I think, was the only one that got him to tap or did or, it was a, or it beat was him. Debut match, yeah. The uh, Mir made him tap, yeah, and then Lester ended up beating him, yeah. But Lester's like star really ended up being start as soon as he got that diverticulitis, yeah. That it was a wrap for him. He just that was that was it. Yeah, but with Lesnar, um, if he if they did a a, a legit MMA match with Lashley, it, we would see a whole lot of leaning. <laughs> You know, like holding down and leaning um, because because what are they going to do? They can't really like mix it with professional wrestling no. and make like flashy stuff and have them jumping off like turnbuckles and cages while they're fighting hey, for real. Hey, wait, 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 wait. They didn't Owen Hart kind of do that in a match. Well, oh, <laughs> oh, was it? Oh, I think it was Owen Hart. Yeah. And who was it? Was it who Shamrock? Was, was it his Lions I think Den so. Matches? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yes. that was the whole thing was Shamrock was a yeah, legit shoot back. fighter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. If they put him in that type of cage and they let him <laughs> jump around like that, 100% on board. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I just, I think that would hurt. I think it would hurt Lashley. It can't hurt Lesnar. Nobody cares about him <laughs> in the in the E at all. Like, nobody cares about him. Like, literally every fan just wants him out and gone for, like, nobody cares. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I can't I see know. that. If, leg- if a legit MMA right, fat. If, if they build it up right, maybe. I don't know. Lashley has had a really bad return. Yeah. It's been awful. And it's like even I, I don't watch it as consistently as I used to, but even just reading it, I'm like, I don't even care. I don't even care to see Bobby Lashley wrestle. You're right. Right now, you know? So Yeah, they were they were just they, they tried to push something with Sami Zayn and, and I was just like, Stop. You're hurting Sammy. Stop yeah. this. Uh, and now yeah, they're doing now it with, legit hurt. Now they're doing it with Reigns, and it's not like you can hurt Reigns. It's, you know what I'm saying? So what's the point? Like, what are they trying to do here? Yeah, meh. Uh, a bunch of meh. Johnny, what did you think about Team Hell No going back to their uh, spatting ways? I think you kind of had to do that. Yeah, I mean that's just what that team was before. I love that tag team. I'm never. I'm always going to love that tag team. <laughs> I'm such a mark for so it. I'm a, I am too. I. I, I I can't stand how much I love them. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous how well they play off each other. They have really good chemistry together, I feel. Yes. Uh, and uh, and it's just, I don't know. Any, they can do no wrong with them, in my opinion, because they're so great, those two guys. And one's a freaking mayor of Tennessee now, yeah. so everything's going it's well. too funny, right? 
Dude, yeah. he's a. I think. Oh, that was the meme I saw. The guy's a mayor and is still shows up on wrestling more than. Oh yes, yes, that yes, was, yes. I did. That see was that one of the memes yeah, I yeah. just saw, uh, <laughs> and it's just so true. Like he legit is a mayor yeah. and it still shows up more than than Lesnar. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to say who wins the match or the week when we didn't watch all of them and they were all kind of all. Not, I don't want to say subpar. Just there was nothing too exciting happening. Uh, There's only a couple of things I wanted to point out uh, with yeah. Raw. Uh, the the uh, the the not the Brock. You guys got Brock Lesnar on my stupid Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman yeah. and KO stuff continues to be entertaining for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, well, what did I, you I told, think about? I said last week. I said last week this is that feud I didn't know that I wanted, but apparently I did <laughs> because I'm just enjoying it. It's just so goofy that I love it. <laughs> I feel like it went a little too goofy this week for me. That part I was just like, huh? I guess I I could have gone without that. I could have gone without it, but it was it was funny. It is. I mean, it, it is. It's goofy. It's it's entertaining, and everybody's yeah, I mean, loving I it. The it. entire universe was yeah. chanting. Oh, they eat, and cheering they're eating Braun Strowman up. They love they're it, dude. He's got to be the next one. I think he's going to take Lesnar's belt. I think so too. I don't know how they're gonna so, how they're gonna finagle it that way. If they're gonna go straight at it, that he's gonna call it out and and money in the bank it. Like, imagine if that's what they do. If is he, so, he's not gonna be on Extreme Rules. Uh, I don't think he's booked for Extreme. Just rules. Some, and maybe not even SummerSlam, huh? Jeez, yeah, that's not a good look. That's nonsense. That's not a good look. Oh man, yeah, Bro, like sh- me in cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Strowman definitely it's not a great look. Strowman definitely needs the belt, uh, but. So what were you going to say? You said that that's one of the things you you enjoyed. Please don't tell me it was the the continuation of Sasha Banks and Bailey because two weeks ago I brought up the fact that I was so tired of it that we literally were here a year ago and then Bailey surprised me with the viciousness of her attack and just how like it came out of nowhere for me. So because it caught me off guard, it was that thing that fans love about this sport yeah. that that like oh. You know what I mean? And if they can do that to you, you're good. So yeah. I was like, yes, maybe they're going to do Bailey and Banks right this time, right? <laughs> Next yeah, week, and it was just I, I nonsense, know, I know we're going with this. Next week, I yeah. can't. This 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 week was not, I couldn't do it. Yeah. But I will say this, I feel this, like they Chris, took five steps this. back, dude. It was so nonsense. Uh, hold on, hold on. Before you get old <laughs> negative Nelly on me, just, just remember <laughs> this. man in the yard. Get off my lawn. Not only did we have the return of Team Hill, no, but we also had the return of their anger management. I was going to say, that's Dr. the Shelby. Own, that's yeah. Dr. Shelby came back. So for that, I'm giving it a thumbs up. I was going to say, that, <laughs> the- that was the only reason they did it. Like, when I saw that, I, I, right away, I was like, oh, obviously, because Team Hell knows back, right? But Yeah. But the that's the only reason I even remotely <sighs> enjoyed it. I, I hated the idea. They could have done like something they, 100 they- completely different and just had him show up and be like, oh, I hear that, that you guys need me. You know, whatever. Play something up. But to yeah. put Bailey and Banks into it, especially after they came off of such a good, like, spot. Like, what they did for that feud, they've been trying to really kick off for over a year now. Uh, they did a great job with in the way Bailey and Sasha sold it last week. This week, I just feel like they took five steps back and made it like nobody cares anymore. Yeah. I feel like they're trying to rehash something that <sighs> just shouldn't be rehashed. Yeah. You know those Daniel Bryan Kane skits will those those will last forever. They're <laughs> they're gonna be hard to top. And yeah, I well, think they was, also had they also had the benefit that the one of the writers for them was a, is a, a legit comedian, right? Right. <laughs> so that kind of helps quite yeah. a bit. But still, but dude, that no one's I don't gonna, know who the writers are now. No one's gonna look back at Bailey, uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks and go, "Remember that?" No. Yeah. Aside yeah, from last will. week's, uh, you know, Bailey going ape shit, like no one's gonna think about this because. It's just I'm already crazy. trying to forget about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, 
and if you ask me, there are no winners this week. <laughs> None of them won. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to give it to SmackDown purely uh, for the line of when Kane says to Daniel Bryan, "You're like a brother to me." Yeah, and he goes, and then "Daniel Bryan responds, <laughs> but you set your brother on fire." <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, so. I, I suck. I second that. I, I I've always been a SmackDown guy. I, I think I'm going to go with that. That's plus, awesome. Plus, it's, it was less time. Yeah, of, it was of all good. That. It was yeah. good. Uh, awesome. So there you go. There's our weekly wrap up and our thoughts on. The the E. Uh, we have a new segment we're going to introduce to the show. If you're a fan of wrestling, if you're an insider, you know this kind of things. You know the lingo. Uh, you know what dirt sheet means. You hear the word dirt sheet. And if you're new to the sport or a new fan, a dirt sheet is basically a website. It used to be magazines and, and news, you know, news zines. Uh, basically where they report on the backstage politics, the inside dealings, the rumors, the the dirty news, the dirty laundry of the wrestling world. Uh, it's not really looked, you know, favorably upon by the uh, by the the business um, and those at the, who are a part of the business. Uh, however, um, a lot of times people look to it for news. Sometimes, you know what I mean. So we're gonna have a dirt sheet segment. However, the rumors that we're gonna talk about won't have to do with the actual business itself. So did you hear Funko Pop is going to be releasing? An Eddie Guerrero Funko Pop with the car. I this you, is rumor. You can't. Rumor? This is dirt sheet stuff. Oh, here. I. This is the first time I'm hearing of it. Is this something that you would want as a fan? Feel, Were you a Guerrero, a Guerrero fan? I was. I cried the day he died. Oh, sad. Same, same, yeah. same. Yeah, uh, I feel very honored that I'm the one to break this news. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I wasn't going to name uh, the source, but since you said yeah. it in uh, Big Head Podcast, no, I'll take credit for it. Yeah, I got a big head. Remember. Uh, I'm a part of another group, a wrestling group on Facebook, and I won't mention it because it's super secret, le- legit. Uh, but they, it's uh, super, somebody super shared secret. on there, was, <laughs> yeah, somebody shared on there some upcoming, not even mentioned by Funko yet officially, uh, Funko Pops that are coming out wrestling wise, and that's the one that by far stood out to me. That's pretty sweet. I know dude. I would be yeah. down for that. I, I would, would be that. too. And I know our, I know my my partner Christian would be all about that. Oh, he would love that. He dude. would love it. I, I, yeah, I know a few people who would who would buy that. Who? So who else would you want to see Funko release that they haven't? Uh, even in a, a whole gimmick like that. Lewis comes with the car. Like I'd like to see maybe Undertaker with American Paul Badass. Bear with Paul Bearer oh, holding too. holding the urn. You yeah, know what? Be cool. what I'm saying? I would like American Badass Undertaker. Oh, that would be kind of cool. I would like with that. the bike. He's oh, with the bike. Yeah. Um, uh, JBL limo. Limp, <laughs> and have a button if you push it. Limp biscuit place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you, who did you say? JBL with the limo. Oh, with the horns. Perhaps. Did he have yeah, the he, horns on yeah. the limo? Yeah. Yeah. There yep. was that yep. one. Um, that's nice. This is super biased here. I'm a big Rick Martel fan. I would love to see uh, the model as, as a Funko Pop. I think I would, I would, I would very much enjoy that. Nice. What about <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, very, yeah. what was his name? Johnny B. Good. Was that his name? Oh, wasn't he? Either be good or be bad. Johnny B. He bad. Was in That's what it was. Johnny B. Bad. Yes, yes. Remember him when he was all Johnny B. Bad? Yeah. <laughs> there what? you go. It was like a a little Richard shtick <laughs> that he had going. Remember that? I, okay, I oh, do remember that. Good lord, it was it was rough. Um, she get glacier. I want. I want. I want them to go back. I want them to go back and do uh, like some old school, uh, like weird ones, like before Kane was Kane. Doctor Isaac Yankum would be yes. a great one. Abe I think, I, I, Schwartz. Yeah, I would. Yes, yes, I would love 
Uh, I would love one of I, w- I would love a two pack of Jerry Lawler, and the other one would be Andy Kaufman oh. with the neck brace. Oh, that's amazing! There you go. Yeah. There you go. That is a perfect two pack right there. Funko, get on it! Somebody call Freddie. Uh, isn't his yep. name Freddie Funko? The the little guy. Yep. The little <laughs> mascot. We always say, uh, "Did you know this, Matt? That you know who Freddie Prince Jr. is? The actor." Yeah. He was a right. He's a he was or is a writer for the E for a while. Yes. Uh, so we come up with some good ideas. We always say call Freddie, <laughs> but it just seems to work in this one as well. Uh, just recently, Hot Topic released um, an exclusive. It's only exclusive to Hot Topic, the Young Bucks two pack, and it became like one of the top selling items for Hot Topic of all time, which really goes to show that the you know the demand for fans of this sport. Um, what we want. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we want the Hulk Hogan, we want the Macho Man, but you want we also want these ones that you normally wouldn't see. I'd like to see like a lot of the old school stuff, you know what I mean? Like the Dusty Roads. Yeah. Uh like the like um, you know, Arn Anderson or Ric Flair back in the day. Oh, you know Arn what Anderson I'm now, now we're talking. Four horse a four pack, the four horsemen. Oh, Can you imagine the four yes. horsemen? That would be oh, so god. Cool. Yeah, I mean they've hit up some of the mainstream, you Jim know, Cornette legends with but Vader, Vader yeah, and Cornette. That would be a cool one. I, I definitely think the the glory days of wrestling should be, you know, hit up in that respect. And I think they should continue with this young bucks trend and, and start to indie. hit up more of the indie, you know, the mainstream guys. Oh yeah. You know, I, I agree with Co- you. you can get some like some Castle Dalton in there. Yeah. Uh he'd make a great pop, I think, just cause the you know, he's the flashing circumstance, the villain. Marty uh, Squirrel oh, Game in there. Yeah, yeah. Colt Cabana. Uh, I mean, there's so many good ones. Oh, yes. Colt yes, would be Colt good. Would be a great one. Yeah. 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 So there's so many good ones. I, I know do. they've got uh, Co- the Nightmare Cody kind of coming out, okay. and Kenny Omega's yeah. got one coming out. Yes. So for cool. sure. And that's it. I don't think any more of the indies have anything listed. That's still a big deal, though, because they're the first uh, Funko Pops that are not yeah. WWE yeah. at all. So I don't yeah. think Impact, right? Obviously, Impact doesn't nah, have anybody. I don't think they have any. So. Right. Yeah. So it this is a big deal. And that was the the, the point I, I was I was bringing up earlier was that these guys are literally changing how wrestling does business. Like they've created uh they're they're basically creating an empire themselves with this whole uh elite club, you yeah. know, this movement that they've got going. And now there's the uh all in, you know, I the thing that they're using and and I'm telling you, they they've got something with this and and You'll see more of it because of the the. It's like Trailblazers. You see the Young Bucks Funkos, yes. and they did well. Omega, when that comes out, it's going to do oh, well. When really Cody's comes out, it'll do well. Yeah. We will. I think we'll see more Funkos. Uh, yeah, I got to get. I got to get a Cody. He's got to go to. <laughs> oh, same here, yeah. dude. As soon as that comes out, I'm going to snag that up. Now they're definitely yeah. changing the game. You know, I, I think the biggest thing that they want to do is is you know you don't need the WWE to be a you know a, a legend or have a great career. Like a, no. I think that's what they're. They're really trying to get to, and I, I do, I do like that, yeah. Um, because I enjoyed the territory days, yeah. And not that I was yeah. around for them, but looking back, you know, reading up on it, watching old matches, there were stars everywhere. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. If it's if if you couldn't make it in one territory, you just drive or go to the other one. Yeah. Or if you did, you know, a lot of the champions, they would spend five six weeks in one territory travel to the other defending the belt from the other territory yeah. that was such a cool idea you, you know, know what, what i mean? mean well that's how beca- that's how andre the giant became a legend just going around from territory to territory yes. like that so yeah, yeah he was a huge attraction but yeah every area had their huge attraction and you know in indie wrestling can be that if done right it, it won't be the territory days again but i think indie wrestling has enough stars 
And if they stand their ground, if they're like, ah, I'm not going to sell myself out for yeah. for WWE, then I think we could see a boom uh, of that again. You know? uh, yeah, it's interesting. It almost looks like that's kind of what it's doing. It's it is maybe not territory in terms of states, but territory in terms of market. Yes, like how how ROH has a, a quite a following. You know, New Japan has quite a following. Yeah, um, yeah. There's, there's a quite a few ones. Like uh, Pro Gorilla's got a pretty good one. Oh yes, yep. out in, I think they're out yeah. in California. I think. Yeah, they're in California. Uh, down here in North Carolina, we have PWX, which is getting pretty uh, large at times. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, it's that's what I really love about it too. About indie wrestling is, you'll always find someone new that you'll become a fan of. Yes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Always. For sure. Yeah. Dude, Anthony Gaines, come yeah. on. I know. Just, How could you it, not love it takes one moment, and you're <laughs> like, okay, I got to see everything yeah. else this guy has done now. You know what I mean? It's the truth. Yeah. Um. So there you go. That's one. What what we had on our dirt sheet, dude. Eddie Guerrero, Funko Pop may be coming here with the uh the car. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, we're gonna move on to our main event. The main event for the week this week. Uh, what did we do last week? I don't even remember. We did the commentary. Oh, that's right. That was our main event. Was yeah. the commentary this week? We're coming yes. to you with uh, a list, a different, all of our thoughts. Uh, I told you guys to come with us. Originally, it was going to be wrestlers that scared you as a kid. Uh, but then again, you become fans later on in life. You're not so scared by these guys anymore. <laughs> um, so in- instead, we decided we we're going to just come up with lists of, uh, and it's not like a top five list or anything. We just each come with a bunch of, of who we thought were considered some of the scarier uh, guys in wrestling. Uh, not even just guys, females overall, scary, scarier wrestlers uh, in, in the business. Um, so let's just start going around and naming a bunch out. And I was the, I'll start it. And then one of the first ones uh, I'm going to talk about, we talked about him earlier, was Sid Vicious, yeah. Psycho Sid. Yeah. Why me? <laughs> but like he had the look. His face looked like the like a mean guy. Yeah. Like he like yeah. you didn't want to cross him. And he also had And the, if you uh, did, he'd stab you. I was going to say yeah, he had the he had the uh the, the the what do you call it? The um what's the word? I can't think of the word right now. When the reputation. Yes. He had the reputation for being kind of an asshole and yeah. kind of dangerous. Super dangerous. Uh, what was the one story, Johnny, with the scissors? I can't. Was it with Arn Anderson? Wasn't it somebody he stabbed somebody with scissors? Oh my lord! Yeah, somebody. <laughs> I think he got in a fight with. The, I want to say Arn Anderson, but I could be wrong on this. And it was in a hotel at a hotel or something like that. I don't remember what the fight was, <laughs> about, but yeah. But uh, it's hard for me to be afraid of somebody who will literally give up wrestling to go play softball. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, he's no longer on your scary list. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he's way more entertaining than me as a, and also the one thing I only I always remember this about Sid's when he came off that top rope and broke his leg. Oh, that's the only thing I can, I can ever see when I look at him. <laughs> that's the worst, dude. It's and that's so and it's, and it's terrible looking. It's so horrible. And I heard what I read somewhere was that he never felt comfortable coming off the ropes yeah. because he wasn't comfortable in how to land it, how to stick the land. Like he wouldn't even do double axe handles off the rope. Yeah. And for this one, he decided, fine. They talked him into it. They literally talked him into doing it. And that happened. <laughs> yeah. Look what happened. God. Look what you did. It's the worst. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Nearly seven feet tall, dude. This guy did. He, he creeped me out when I was a kid. He legit scared me. Yeah. Uh, who did you have Matt on your list? Uh, let's see. One of mine, I'm going to go with, uh, Kane. I mean, easy, oh. easy choice. Kane. More specifically, yeah. 2003 Kane when he unmasked. 
that was when I was starting to come back into wrestling. I, I had disappeared during like 99. Mm-hmm. You know, I st- I stopped watching and then I come back into it and then I see Kane's unmasked. Yeah, and I remember that. He's just, he burns, uh, I'm using quotation here, Jim Ross alive and oh, he's yeah, walking out right. and, and shackles and and handcuffs he uh he hooked up the battery to Shane McMahon's beanbag <laughs> you know what i mean that, that was like edgy stuff yeah. and it, it, this is like the attitude era was it was definitely fizzled out it was a different time uh-huh. um and then to see Kane doing all that and you know going from you know this big happy dude with the mask and then just go for a complete monster tombstoning Linda McMahon there was just so much oh, to it yeah that's and right yeah. oh three Kane will always be my favorite Nice. Yeah, I, 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 Kane's on my list too. Uh, he for like I remember that moment, Matt, big time. I remember him pulling the mask off. Yeah, and and like wow, that's okay. So this is this guy we've seen for years. I mean, he'd been in the in the E for almost a decade at that point. Yeah, and had never taken off his mask yeah. until then. So that was a humongous deal. I mean, I literally still remember it. And I was like, yeah, he actually got even scarier then, and that's pretty amazing. Did he do it on Raw? He did it. Or was he, it pay per view? Yeah, it was on it was, Raw. It was on Raw. He lost to Triple H. It was a rematch um, from some point. And if he lost, he had to take off his mask. And oh, sweet. I think he lost because it was Evolution did something. I think Randy Orton RKO'd him beforehand and, and you know, something dirty. And then, yeah, he ended up losing. And then Evolution jumped him after that. <laughs> and it was just, it was crazy. The following week, he's sitting. he's sitting in this dark room. He's got the towel over the back of his head, won't talk to anybody. And oh, it's amazing! It was amazing. It was good television, good storytelling oh, yeah. too. Nice. What do you got, Johnny? Who who's on your list? Well, I had Kane, so I'm going to mark him out. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, yep. Yeah he, yeah, he again for me was one of those guys. Like he looked like a mean guy, regardless. Like he he'll beat you yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I love also, but one of the best promos ever. Yes. But on top, but on top of that. The fact that he actually carried a live snake with him, and it was a large snake, and I always would put myself in his opponent's shoes when I was watching his matches, and they were laying on the ground, and they were, you know, they were unconscious, and then all of a sudden he just pours a snake on top of them. Yeah, like if I woke up to a snake staring at me in the face, I'd be petrified. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a snake guy by any means, so I, I second that. Yeah. And who can forget when Macho Man got tied up in the ropes? The perfect moment, and he brings the yeah. snake yes. out, and the snake and sinks him. his freaking teeth right into his bicep and macho yeah. man at first is like what like are you, is this happening for real and then he starts playing it yeah. you know but oh my god dude jake the snake once threw a beer can at my head actually twice it was empty uh <laughs> he was probably coked out or something yeah. but it was backstage at a show and he threw it at my head he's like hey can i have that i'm sorry so i gave it back to him and then he threw it at me again <laughs> so that's a good you know it's a memory yeah that that's sounds like jake <laughs> <laughs> that's old. That's old Jake, right? He's a lot better now. Yeesh, from what I've sure, <laughs> allegedly. Do you guys, do you guys yeah. remember the boogeyman? Yes. There you go. Yes. Coming it's, out with all those get, worms in his mouth, oh. and they're just like, yeah. oh god. They were all in his pockets too. Yeah. So he'd be wrestling for a while with them in his pockets the entire time, just so he could pull them out at the end and do his little thing <sighs> and just pour them all over your face. It's, I couldn't stand him. He was way more disgusting to me than scary because <laughs> of the worm thing. And then at one time, I can't remember her name, but she was with JBL. Yeah. She had like she was actually really pretty, but she had like some kind of they put some kind of mole on her. Jillian Hall. Yeah, Jillian yep. Hall. Yes, yes. And he ate the mole off her face. <laughs> I oh. do remember that. God. <laughs> yes. It was it was atrocious. <laughs> that was the worst, dude. 
<laughs> the worst. What else you guys got? What do you got, Matt? Let's see, I am going to go with Papa Shango. Ooh. Oh, that's a good he one. He was good. He was, he was creepy, dude. Very creepy. Voodoo. Yeah. He, he wasn't. He didn't last very long. But I think it's. I actually I like Papa Shango's hit that character more than I do the Godfather. Personally, same yeah. same guy. I, I agree. I agree. Hundred percent. I used to love uh, scrolling through him in uh, Royal Rumble for Sega. And you get the music playing, and his just music was so creepy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, just everything. His whole production, his whole you know shtick coming out the way he did. Oh yeah, and just very intimidating and scary as a child. And even as a kid, dude, when you learn what voodoo is, yeah, and like how scary that is, and the magic behind it, and then now there's a guy who in the ring like practices this thing, and you're yeah, that was terrifying. <laughs> I was once driving. <laughs> I was once driving in Rochester. Uh, and listening to that, and then we were going. To, I was driving towards the city, and while listening to Papa Shango's theme, <laughs> this lady next to me, her front hood just shot Stop. right up and was covering the windshield. She started swerving. Oh my! So God. I turned the song off immediately and, and, just, and floored it. I was like, "This, this can't be real." <laughs> that is Never awesome, dude. It. That is crazy. Uh, Johnny, who else you got on your list of scariest wrestlers? I'm gonna go Cactus Jack slash Mankind. Yeah, for me, and I'm talking early, early Mankind yeah. when he first shows up yes. and he's in the bullet room with the rat, and uh, and just the way he would deliver his lines and stuff was just so perfect. Yeah. Man. Oh my gosh, Mick Foley is one of my, is one of my all time faves. I'm, that's no secret. I absolutely love every character he's he has been, but especially the early Mankind and the Cactus Jack characters. Those were amazing amazing and you didn't know what he was going to do you legit felt like anything could happen when he was there yeah. oh yeah for me it was it was cactus jack more than mankind because for because i mean you saw his face right yeah. but he again he had a look of like that was the scary guy that was the guy like when you and your family were on on a, a, a cross-country vacation you pulled into the side of the road in south dakota somewhere to get you know gas at this old gas station this is the guy that came out of the bathroom <laughs> and gave you this look that you were just you you hoped that your parents hurried up and we took <laughs> off before he you know what i mean like yeah. he was scary yeah. dude like yeah. he looked like legit the rattlesnake he'll come out and kill you yeah he will kill you senile looking like, absolutely like the hills have eyes like he's he's he was one of them yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> oh god he's freaky that way did you ever watch the match with him and uh sandman and ecw where sandman was like oh. super drunk and he kept like giving him a pile driver but sandman was too drunk to sell it and he kept getting up oh uh, no <laughs> wait you're telling me sandman was drunk this doesn't sound like a sandman <laughs> i literally Not just best. watched the oh you, you put the link in the yeah, chat CW, he, yeah. he fell asleep dude that's <laughs> insane in the middle of the ring it just passed legit out legit falls asleep on someone <laughs> oh man. what do you do I mean, what do you do if you're his opponent and he's like this guy's asleep. Well, he was by himself so everyone just started laughing at him yeah. he was cutting a promo yeah. and just dozed off oh god <laughs> yeah, i mean maybe worse if he's in a match and he just falls asleep what do you do that's horrible <laughs> so good um all right i have uh rest in peace big van vader vader yes. again as a kid yeah. he really scared me because what scared me the most about these guys aside from like um like papa shango or those guys was was the fact that or the boogeyman was was not just the look was the fact that they could physically hurt you and they looked mean like that they wanted to yeah not that they just could but they looked like they literally were looked for people just to hurt on purpose and yeah. vader looked like that guy yeah you would see him coming in the ring and i'll t and 
I don't care. You even Strowman now. Name one guy who throws stiffer up uh, forearms across your head than than Vader. The way he blasted anyone's head didn't matter if you were Sting or you were a jobber. Yeah. It was like like he didn't care. He didn't Let me care. see if I can knock your head off. Let me see if this is possible. <laughs> You know, that's yeah, going to look real. That's the yeah. way he did it, dude. Yeah. It was so painful looking, and it, he was so scary. He was. And it really, and it also, it really made it even scarier to me that he could, he was a guy of that size, but he was actually very quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, his, and, he, and he could move really well. Yeah, right. Uh, he did a moonsault, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. yeah. Off the yeah. top yes. rope, no problem. Yeah, he used to be yeah. a Ram. Yes. Uh, he played for the Rams uh, NFL back in the day. But yeah, dude, he, for me, was very scary. And again, it wasn't about the gimmick itself, like the, the overall look or anything. It was the fact that like he just looked like he took a lot of joy out of putting physical harm on people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Big time. Yes. <laughs> uh, who do you got, Matt? I got uh, Gangrel. And the oh, brood, yeah, yeah. Essentially, mostly oh, Gangrel. Go. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, he came out with the... He had the the fire that came out in that little like elevator thing on the ring, yeah. you know, it came with the blood and everything. It was just, it was very intimidating. And I remember when they came back, him and Viscera came back in '04 to beat up to face the Undertaker. I th- I think it was, and I was just like, I was just in awe just seeing them again. But yeah, the whole vampire you know gimmick was was pretty cool, and to have Edge and Christian, you know. Just before they really hit their stride behind them, that was it was a cool it was a cool gimmick, unique. Also, also really loved his finisher. I love that DDT. Oh, the Impaler. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, show. Sure. <laughs> uh, who you got, Johnny? Uh, well, he kind of mentioned him. I can't believe we haven't mentioned the Undertaker yet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, see, for me, I feel like. Oh, it's hard. I don't think I ever felt scared of him in terms of like he was too scary. Um, early nineties. I, like, I, I really was into the gimmick. Yeah. Like I liked it. I yes. liked the darkness thing behind it. I, I'm talking early. I'm talking with Paul Bearer. Yeah. Like the whole package is what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. I like 91 what? Undertaker, and I liked uh, 99 Ministry of Darkness Undertaker. Those are nice, scary. Yeah. Yeah, I could see, it, but it, yeah, as a younger fan, you could definitely be afraid of that. That's yeah. that's definitely scary. Um, on my my list, I had I didn't have too many f- women. Uh, but I do remember she was terrifying. Scary Sherry. Scary Sherry? Like, legit terrifying, oh, yeah. like, a terrifying woman. Uh, did you guys have any women on yours? Luna. I was going to say Michonne, Luna was, yep. was the other one, too. Luna and, and Scary Sherry, for me, were just, like, again, women, you know, normally they're supposed to be nicer, women <laughs> or whatever. But these ones look like they went out of their way to put razor blades in your apple. <laughs> In your in, yeah. in your Halloween candy, you yes. know what I mean? Like they look like they would do that. <laughs> yes, all without a doubt. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's yes. who's on my list is the ladies uh, Luna and and Scary Sherry. Very good. Who you got? I, I have I have one that we haven't mentioned. Who's that? Uh, uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. <laughs> Wait, were uh, you for real scared of him? He ran around with those giant scissors. <laughs> And I just always thought something terrible wasn't going to happen <laughs> because he had this. I was told to never run with those, and he had some big ones, and he would run with them anyway. And I don't know about you guys, but anytime something sharp was introduced into a ring, I just was already cringing. Like, let's not use this. Oh, beefcake! Oh man, <laughs> do I have a story to tell about him? Oh, sweet. Did you have any more? We need to have. We need, we need to have segments where Matt just tells I'm stories. Okay. Oh, for I, sure. Are you? Yeah, uh, I would love that. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Um, are you gonna? Do you have any more on your scary list? Uh, I do. Uh, I only had one more for me. I had Luke Harper, 
A um, little biased, but I think you look into it like you just you just get intimidated looking at his eyes. You know what I mean? The eyes, the big beard, and he just. Yeah, very intimidating. And yeah. let's see, did I have any? Giant Gonzalez as a kid scared me. <laughs> it is as weird as it says. It mean it is in hindsight. Yeah, you know, because you were like, man, he was a really bad wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, just him coming out with a giant fur costume and initially making it to WrestleMania yeah. to fight the Undertaker. Yeah. Oh, the Yeti. I want to add the Yeti. To <laughs> the my Yeti. Um, Since we're going to have that, yeah. I didn't grow up with him. I think. I mean, I think he made an appearance or two at the very tail end of his career as I was a young, young kid watching NWA and WCW in the South. Uh, but Abdullah the Butcher, like when you watch a lot of his older stuff, like I could see if I had been a kid, I'd have been afraid of him yeah. easily. He was a scary dude. Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah, you ever see any of his stuff? Like any of his old school stuff? A little bit, yeah. He, just, he uh, didn't care about bleeding. No. Know, at, at, no, no. Even though he had a disease or something. Yeah, oh, he did he AIDS. really? He had AIDS, I think. Oh, jeez. No, really? I don't, I don't it, think it was AIDS. Or maybe no, it was, I think uh, it was hep, hep. Yeah, it was hepatitis. Yep. Wow. But yeah, what did you have anybody else on your list, uh, Johnny? Nope. There you go. Scary wrestlers. <laughs> Those are great, though. I mean, because uh, for me, if I was ever to, to do this, if I was ever in the world of wrestling, I think I'd want to be a heel. I'd want to have. I I would love to play out to be like Cactus Jack and really go all out and scare people. You know what I mean? Like get into that character or mankind. Like do you? Like my favorite thing is when he was walking to the ring. He was always like hunched over, yeah. his head cocked to the yeah. side, and he's all looking up at voices and stuff. And you'd see him react. His head would jerk here and there, and then he'd tear his hair out and scream. And oh my! And God. I loved when after his match. Like piano music would play, like yeah. beautiful piano yeah, music. Yeah, all creepy. Yeah. Oh man, see, it's good stuff, man. It's <laughs> it, it's the theatrics part of it that too that I really love. So I yeah. feel like I would have been a character, a big time character, if I was a if I'd ever been in wrestling. Yeah. Um. So there you go. There's our scariest wrestlers. We're gonna end the show tonight, uh, as we did last week, and how we'll do moving forward with tweet of the week. If we see anything cool on Twitter, uh, in terms of wrestlers, fans of wrestling. Um, anything of the like, we're going to talk about it. Johnny, you said you had a tweet of the week this week. I do. It's from none other than at Ric Flair Nature Boy, Ric Flair himself. Uh, it was this was his Fourth of July uh, tweet. It's just a picture, and it's of uh, three different Gatorades uh, <laughs> in a yard, in a beautiful yard, and it just says. Uh, not my drink of choice. Dot dot dot. I wonder what his actual drink of choice was. <laughs> uh, doctor's orders. Woo! Hashtag Gatorade. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> that's so get on that Gatorade. That's that's a sponsorship you're missing awesome. out on. That's awesome. My uh, my tweet of the week comes from TGI Fridays. <laughs> so apparently Bar- Baron Corbin and Finn Balor were going back and forth this week, just kind of, you know, going at each other. Uh, Baron Corbin thought he was funny and he he replied to Finn Balor, to which a fan replied to Baron Corbin and Finn Balor and then made sure to at TGI Fridays. And she said, at TGI Fridays, I have a complaint about one of your employees. Uh, if you've been watching Raw recently, they've been making fun of Corbin's getup, saying he looks like a TGI, fr- TGI Fridays waiter or that he works at TGI Fridays. So this this fan took it upon herself to say, you know, hey, I have a complaint about one of your employees. TGI Fridays, the legit TGI Fridays account responded. 
and said, Jessica, please send us a DM with the details, location, and your contact info so we can contact. <laughs> they legit took that as a complaint about an employee. And I hope she did it. I hope she did oh, it. Oh, so do I. And I hope <laughs> yeah. they played it up. Like, I hope they come back and are just like, yeah, we made sure to. We've talked to <laughs> some them. Some tells me that they don't know what's happening oh. and are just legit responding to this. They're not Wendy's. Uh, if they were Wendy's, they'd be all yeah. over that Twitter. Uh, Wendy's Twitter, Twitter game, especially wrestling, oh, is God. strong, man. It's very They're strong. Amazing. I uh, just I found one. What um, you got? Do you get any you guys follow uh, WWE Creative Humor on Twitter? I do not. Yes, no. they're yes, hilarious. It's, amazing. They're, it's so yes. good. All right, I'm going to read the, the last one they did. Uh, now we know what happens when you follow the buzzards instead of road signs. <laughs> Hashtag travel woes. <laughs> oh no, that's so bad. That is so bad. Yeah, poor Bray. <laughs> no filter. <laughs> oh, so good. That's amazing. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Good show, guys. Great show. Another hardly kayfabe in the bag. Before we go, uh, Matt, thanks for joining us, man. Why don't you go ahead and let our listeners know where they can find you on social media, plug your other podcasts, and uh, give some plugs for ESW. Let them know where to find that stuff as well. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Like I said, I run or I, I host the Two Point Conversation podcast. Um, we have a Instagram and Facebook page. If you want to check us out on Instagram, it's, uh, it's T-H-E underscore uh, the hyphen P-T underscore conversation. Um, and if you want to follow us on Facebook, we have you just type in the two point conversation on there. We run daily polls. We have tournaments. You got a giveaway. You're giving away Madden 19 we when are. it comes out. Now, yeah. are you doing it for a specific uh, console, or is it whoever wins their preferred? Whoever wins, the, uh, their preferred, their preferred. And nice. uh, it's been it heated up the last couple of days. We got two people that have really been going for it, but they've only they've gotten a lot of votes within a matter of days so if and this you is going on for how long like a month right it's going till august 28th which is i believe the release date of man 19 so there's plenty of time to jump in on that the rules are posted on there if you guys want to go check it out johnny you have to follow the rules there's no preferential treatment yeah oh. sorry <laughs> sorry oh. podcast man. vet <laughs> grizzled <laughs> podcast vet <laughs> but yeah follow, follow two point conversation uh what else you got we got a uh, push start podcast that i run with uh, christian ham uh, for our Game Head United group, which is on a closed group, such as Harley K- like Harley Kayfabe, uh, you can like us. We do brackets. We do. It's just a casual uh, gamer group page, and uh, me and Christian have been running the podcast now. Uh, you can follow Game Heads United on Instagram and on Facebook and on YouTube. They have all that on there. Awesome. So, yeah. tell, tell the good people about ESW. Do you know much of their info much? I do. I, I do. only know a little bit. So okay, Empire it, State Wrestling, Empire Western State New Wrestling. York. Check it out. Yeah, they're they're an NT. I mentioned a little bit earlier about their next show, August 25th. Yep. Fan Tailgate. Um, they they usually run shows out of the St. Johnsburg Fire Hall on Ward Road in North Tonawanda. But uh, you can follow them on Facebook, you know, Empire State Wrestling. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram, ESW underscore wrestling, and they're always posting stuff. And on Twitter, and they actually run their own uh, podcast themselves. Oh, nice. Um, Inside the Empire, I think it, it's oh, called. Check it out, guys. Um, I'm going to check that out. It's it's pretty cool. They interview someone different every week, and they, they post it out. It's all featured on their YouTube channel, and they, they post the episodes as they go. Very so. cool. Dude, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, yeah, thanks, Matt, for real. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. You're a fun conversation, both uh, of you. <laughs> thank you, dude. Thank you. Johnny, anything else you want to uh, you want to yell out to your fans before we go? Uh, no, they know who I am. All right. 
<laughs> so as always, this was Chris Chavez, Johnny Townsend, and our guest Matt Johnson for the week. Thanks so much for listening. Hardly kayfabe, another one in the bag. Count us out. One, two, three, we're out. <laughs>